0: God is telling every single one of you, you got something you got to do. And what he's really telling you is, how many of you know we're not out there doing work? What we're doing is changing people. Ministry is not about anything else but people. If you feel like people are in your way, you done lost the purpose of ministry. People are not an interruption to ministry. They are the object of our ministry. I'm speaking to some leaders. If the kids are in your way, You lost the purpose. Children are the kingdom. That's why the disciples said, Jesus, who's the greatest? And he said, come up here. And he called a little kid to the front. There was his answer. Amen. The disciples, miracles were moving through their hands. People were being filled with God's power. Miraculous things were happening. So they said, who's the greatest? And he pulls a kid out of the crowd. This one. That's what God says about you. So when God gives you a task, when God gives you a a destiny with design, when he gives you something, it's not for you. And it's not for you to do something. It's for you to change the lives of people. And God tells you, write the books now. Start writing songs of worship now and taking them to your leaders. Start doing dances now in your church. Start prayer meetings now on your own. I object. He's the pastor. Oh, no, 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 no. He's the pastor. I'm the chica. I cannot do that. I cannot do that one. I'm convinced that I have Spanish angels. Because, because you know, heaven, when you get there, there's going to be black people, white people, Mexican people, tan people, Indian people. There's going to be accents all over the place. There's going to be Egyptians. There's going to be Assyrians. I'm Assyrian and Mexican. There's going to be Jamaicans. We get there when we get there. Don't worry about it. We're going to have Nigerians. You're going to have blonde haired blue-eyed, red-haired, black-haired people. And there's going to be all kinds of accents when you get there. Certain ones, I don't know who will be standing at the gate of the pearly gates of heaven, but they may speak to you like this. And then there might be another one, and he says, Hey, you got here when you got here. But I'm convinced that I have Mexican angels. And that these demons try to come after me because, you know, when you're a powerhouse, the demons want to shut out the lights. And so I feel like these demons come creeping up and they're getting ready to pounce. And I feel like my Mexican angel comes out and goes, excuse me? Was there something that you needed? Because I feel like you're at the wrong house, yeah? Dude, y'all think i play? I feel like those are my angels because I like that idea. And I feel like they come, they want to creep up to my house. They want to start some kind of problem. There's somebody they want to rob, you know, steal from my car. Or they want to come and do this. Or they want me to have a car wreck. Or they want me to do these different things. Because when your light's so bright, when your light is so bright, and so I feel like those demons come creeping up on my car and one angel pops its head out. Excuse me you have the wrong vehicle Okay. just saying now God is speaking to some of you already if that's you lift your hand and he's telling you to do things now he's already telling you things he wants you to do He's already speaking to you the ways that he wants you to change the world. And the one thing I want you to do is not suppose. Suppose I do. And question yourself and question God. And the second thing I don't want you to do is object. And tell God, no, I'm not going to do it. I might have to send my Spanish angels out there right now and start talking to some people. Excuse me. I think you should change your mind. But tonight, guys, God appointed before the foundations of the world that I would be here. Thank you. God appointed before the foundations of the world that I would be here. That's like crazy. But it's in the word. And so if God appointed before the foundations of the world that I would be here, then God ordained before the foundations of the world for you to be here. And why? Because he's going to touch you. And that touch ain't never going to leave you. And the nations are already in you. Y'all ever seen a pregnant person? I ain't never been pregnant, but I know the time will come one day. But I know that when somebody's pregnant because something is inside of them, They walk a little different. At first, it's all good. You don't even know they're pregnant. Like some of y'all, y'all don't know you're pregnant with the nations right now. You eating whatever you want, talking however you want, and then God's going to be like, you're pregnant with Egypt. And you're like, "Ah! I got to change the way I talk and change the way I think and change my friends because now I'm pregnant with destiny. Some of you are pregnant with books that are going to go around the world and change people's minds about God and the way they see him. So now you're finding out you're pregnant. These little 10-year-old boys are going to go home and be like, Mom, I'm pregnant. But when a woman gets pregnant, at the end of it, she's like wobbling and you know, and, and she changes her friends. She starts hanging out with pregnant people because I had a friend. She was just pregnant and, and we didn't hang out anymore because she like, you ain't pregnant. You don't know anything about this. So she starts hanging out with pregnant people and eating pregnant people food. Which is like pickles and ice cream and sour patch kids all at one time. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to lose weight, so we can't even hang out anymore because your diet changes. What you put in yourself changes when you're pregnant. The way you walk is different. The way you talk is different. All my friend talked about, she was like, I got these baby shoes, and we're gonna paint the wall pink, and we're gonna put elephants everywhere. And look at this, look at this crib. You know, and I'm like, oh, that crib would be great for my dog. And I could put the. Anyway, and so she's talking all of this stuff. And I don't know because I'm not pregnant. But some of you are finding out tonight you're pregnant with destiny, you're pregnant with nations, they're inside of you. You're pregnant with multiple languages. Some of you are going to speak multiple languages. Some of you are going to produce movies that aren't corny and cheesy and are still Christian. I just prophesied to myself. I'll take it, Lord. Give it all. Some of you are pregnant with healing anointings. And every person you touch will miraculously be changed. And you're pregnant with power, and you're pregnant with the healing touch of God, and we're keeping it to ourselves. Last year when I came, a boy got out of his wheelchair, and he said the same fire of God that hit his heart hit his bones, and he started pushing that wheelchair around. If I kept that to myself, I wrote a book that somebody read when they got out of prison. And they messaged me on Facebook. And they said, I don't know what it is about that book because I didn't put Jesus all up in it. I hid him like the treasure he is so they can go find it for themselves. And they read that book and they messaged me and they said, I don't know what you did in that book, but you did something. What is it? And I said, look at the door wide open. And I shared Jesus with them. What if I didn't write it? Oh, y'all, I like it. And so if you don't go, God cannot send somebody else in your place to do it like only you can. Because, yes, God can send somebody else, but they can't do it like only you can. Somebody else could have preached here tonight, but they couldn't have done it like me. Because I have an anointing for tonight. I have a place tonight that is in the destiny realm of God. So somebody else could have done it because I I stepped back and I said no. And when I was a teenager, I just, you know, that's not for me, that preaching stuff. When I got made fun of. And I got made fun of and went home and was on my knees crying on the floor because I didn't have friends. But look at all my friends tonight. And so God saw those moments. And if I had quit in those moments, I wouldn't be here tonight. And that shaking in your belly would not be happening. But it is because I'm here. And when God said, go, I went. What's the word for you tonight? Go! What's the word for you? Go! Go now! When you get home, go tell your dad what has happened. Go tell your mom the change that has happened in you, whether they believe in Jesus or not. When you get home, begin to map out the Bible study you're going to start at your school. Actually, you can do that tonight in your dorm while you're eating them Twinkies you brought. Come on. And you can, when you get home, and you can actually start this tonight too, write that song. Write, begin writing the book. Begin doing what God has called you to do today. And let me tell you where your mission field is. Look to your left, look to your right, you just saw your mission field. The people God puts right in front of you is your mission field. If you don't start with your neighbors, God won't send you to the nations. If you don't start in your homes, God will not send you around the world. Starting my home, turn your room into a sanctuary. Get on your knees in your room and sing, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. And not when you're in church, and not when the keyboard's playing, and not when there's all this hype and all this emotion, like where I preach ain't impact. Had an energy drink My mom doesn't find out. I'm not talking about that kind of hype. I'm talking about when nobody's there. I'm talking about being on the floor in your room, turning your room into an altar. Turning your room into a sanctuary. Being in the Word of God when you're at home. Turning off your phone. Shutting down the apps. Getting off. Of YouTube and spending time with God. That is how you go right now. Go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door and love on them and tell them about Jesus. Take them some cookies because then they'll invite you in. Because if you don't have food, they don't even open the door. Come on. And so come over there with some pizza. You know, I was sitting on the bed in my room talking to the living God. How many of you know the living God will come into your room? God told me the spirit that raised Christ right up out of the tomb walks freely into your room. So I'm on my bed sitting Indian style having a meeting with the living God. And I said, God, I feel hungry to take care of homeless people. I know they've made mistakes. I know they're wrong in the things they've done, but there's still souls that need Jesus. And I said, but what can I do? What can I do for these homeless people right now? It's not really possible for me to just go build homes right now and have these huge feeding centers like I see in my heart. So what do I do? And God told me like he told Moses, what's in your hand? I had a bag of chips, literally, in my hand. And right next to that bag of chips was a bottle of water and a little granola bar and the Bible. And God said, what's in your hand? So I started putting chips, a bottle of water, a granola bar, and some mints. And I would rip pages of the Bible out and put them in a bag. And I began to go to the homeless in my city. And I began to hand them bags of food and hand them things. And many of them, you could see the love of God hit them on the spot. A Ziploc bag. With a bag of chips and a bottle of water is not a lot until God gets involved. When God gets involved, it's destiny time. Moses looked at his staff in his hand. That's like a stick. God's like, what's in your hand? Moses is like, a stick. God said, you'll use it to do signs and wonders. And he's like, what? Then the Egyptian people. They're coming after Moses and all of the Israelites, and they're coming to attack them. And the Israelites are standing in front of a huge sea. There's nowhere to go. But what does Moses have in his hand? A stick. And what does he do with it? He picks it up. Shabam! Sticks it in the water. Whoo! The water parts. And they start walking through like, hey. Look at that shark and that octopus. Look at those fishies. And they're walking through on dry land. Guys, when you use what God has given you right now, it turns into miracles, signs, and wonders. If somebody could help me on the keyboard or something, we're going to make a decision tonight to go now. Hallelujah. We're going to make a decision tonight to go now. We're not going later. We're not going at another time. Y'all are not going to wait until you're Miss Jade's age to do what God's called you to do. Because I think about these people that came to my hospital room when I was dying with spinal meningitis. And I think about if they would have said, I'll go later and do that, I'll pray later for the sick. I'll start going to the hospital later when I feel like it's a little bigger and I feel, I'm glad they just went because somebody was sick. And they went at the now of God. And they came and they laid their hands on me. And I didn't die. And I don't believe it was some odd chance. I believe it was because people came. And God answers prayer. And God moves through people. God moves through people. We look at the hungry. We look at the lost. We look at the teenagers acting crazy and the preteens acting crazy in the world. And we say, God, where are you? And he's saying, look in the mirror. God, where are you in this broken world? God, where are you where these people are hungry? And he's saying, look in the mirror. I am inside of you. And if you don't go, I'm not going. Because that's the way he set up this world for his people to have destiny. And for his people to do great and mighty works that only God can get the credit. Doctors can't get the credit when you've already got brain damage and you come all the way back. That's only God. God can't get the credit when people that aren't supposed to ever walk again walk again. I mean, people can't get that credit. Only God can. It's time for y'all to start doing things that nobody but God can get credit for. There's violence and pain and hurt and filth all over our world. But some of you are going to begin to live so pure, so clean, so godly, so miraculously, so different, because hell has no power over God, none. I can take naps, I can take naps on the devil's best tactics. We are so powerful, guys. You're going to take naps on the devil's tactics. You're going to be sleeping in peace while he's out there stressing over how to shut you down. Because you are designed to touch people only you can. There are people only you can touch. And if you don't become who God has called you to be, they won't be touched. You see what I'm saying? Lift your hands all around the building. Now put your hands back down. How many of you have said, when this morning, when this service started, I wasn't that hungry for God, but right now I'm hungry. Lift your hand. You said, man, I'm hungry right now. I want God. Let's lift our hands. Holy Spirit. 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 Have your way. Have your way. The young lady that sings this song can come up and join us. And I'm going to ask you tonight. I talked about a big God tonight. I talked about a big God. And some of you can say, I don't know him. And I'm not asking you if you've prayed a prayer. I'm asking you if you know him. Everybody in this room may have said, Jesus, I accept you into my heart, and I love you, and thank you for dying for me. I'm not asking you if you've done that. I am asking you, do you know God? Do you know God? Do you know God? And then the second thing I'm going to ask you tonight is if you say, I hear God telling me like he told Moses, go now. hear God telling me like he told Moses go now and I'm not going to suppose I'm not going to question all of these things about myself and God listen if you have autism or ADD or emotional disturbance or some kind of attention deficit disorder let me tell you the truth you don't have any of that you don't have any of that What you have is the living God inside of you. And you don't know how yet. You may not know how yet to channel all of that God in you. So it comes out in all these different ways. But God is in you. And so tonight you might have that and you might struggle in those areas. And that's what's holding you back. Well, we're not supposing any longer. If you say... I'm not going to suppose, I'm not going to object, I'm not going to tell God no. Those are the two people I'm talking to tonight. Number one, if you say, I don't know God and I need to know him, run up here, don't walk. You say, I need to know God and I don't know him, run up here, right here and stand right over here. If you say, I don't know God and I want to know him. I don't know God, but I want to know him. Come stand up here and come close to the front. You say, I don't know God, but I want to know him, fill in over here on this side. Look at these men of God coming up like, I want to know God. I don't know God, but I want to know him. Come stand on this side of the room. I don't know God, but I want to know him. Stand on this side. I don't know him, but I want to know him. Young lady, you are the first one to get up and look at him coming after you. Never be afraid to be the first one to do something. The second thing I'm asking is if you say, I hear God calling me and he's telling me to go and I'm hearing him. I'm hearing him say, there's things you got to do. I don't know how I'm going to do them, Jade. I don't know how this is even possible, but I am not going to question God. I'm not going to suppose any longer and I'm sure not going to tell him no. If that's you, run up here and get on this side of the room. Run, run, run to the anointing of God. Run to the anointing of God. Come now. If you need to know God, stand over here. And if you're telling God yes tonight, come stand over here. Flood in here. Flood in here. Lift your hands. Lift them up. If you can't make it to the front, it's okay if you're in the aisle. God will meet you there. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. eyes. Sing it out. Spirit. Let this encourage you to take this before God on your own. Get in a place where it can just be you and him and ask him about his heart. And whatever he tells you, take it, do it, and don't ever look back.